say, Rust. Today isn't really your last day, is it? Say it ain't so. Yes, Dirk. This has been a long time coming. Look, I know you don't like me. Putting it mildly. But we got a good thing going here. I'm happy to keep sucking slander if it means I get to keep my number one main man on the scry. Look, Dirk, this isn't just about how insufferable I find you. That's a big part of it, but I can't work for a company that places entertainment over the news, nor one that uses its influence to line the pockets of its upper crust. I'm sorry, Dirk. It's time for me to go. Hey, you gotta stick up for your values. That's why I shop at Short Rest, because they put values first, especially on shorts. We're not rolling, Dirk. Oh, right. Maybe you should quit, too. Breaching your new contract might have one literal hell of a penalty, but at least you'll be free from the reins of the Zenithal elite. Hot dog! And then you and I could go on adventures together. Oh, man, we could take in the sights, sniff in the smells, feel up the people. Uh, no, Dirk. All right, the loathing. Well, sorry, Rust. I gotta go with my gut on this one. And by gut, I mean the job that keeps me in carrion crawlers and owlbear claws. Well, as long as you've got your priorities in order. Hey, Rust. Good luck. Thank you. Oh, and Dirk? Y yeah, Warren? You owe me 546 quin with two points of vigorish. My account number is Delta672K986B. Wait, what? Now in the light of the Leviathan's gaze, you see the true nature of its flesh. On so grim a canvas are painted and carved scenes of joy and reverie. Feast and fable bear no beauty in the shadow of this heart-stopping splendor. As though legions of genius artisans labored lifetimes to render cascading masterpieces across the body of God itself. And yet, it is not unmarred. Gnashing chasms yawn and slacken across the surface of the Leviathan, and from these puckered wounds crawl vast, pulsating maggots. The translucent sheath of outer flesh is the color of bone, and beneath can be seen quivering mass of crimson meat pulling and pushing the larval bodies of these parasites into motion. The faces of these putrid stowaways are nothing more than gnashing circular maws of jagged bone dripping with the iridescent amber blood of their host. The worm things do not jump nor fly. They simply fall in whatever direction they will, as though gravity itself rejects them. I would like you to roll for initiative. Boink. Fuck. Boink. Who's tracking for me? I gave you my sheet last time. Here's Give the it. back of that sheet. Give it back. No! <laughs> All right, so it looks like we've got a mysterious mark at 20, Pen at 13, the creatures at 10, Gaspar and Wusha both at 9, Iavos at 6, and Hal at 4. Those are some dumpy fucking rolls, my dudes. The race to the bottom. I'd rather roll the one on initiative than an attack. <laughs> That's absolutely yes. fair. So, I'm going to explain the complications of this fight that make it different from other fights, starting with Gaspar. Gaspar, your ship moves at about 800 feet per round. Mm-hmm. So because of that, you can functionally be anywhere at any time. You just have to spend a move to do so. 
But more importantly, I believe all of your spells can be cast at a range where you can literally cast them from anywhere to anywhere on the ship. Mm -hmm. So you really don't have to move anywhere. So for all intents and purposes, you are wherever you want to be. Treat yourself like an orbital bombardment. On top of that, once per round, any player may take their action to issue a command. Load burners, full ahead or full reverse or whatever direction you want. Load cannons, fire. You must load burners in order to do full ahead or full reverse. You must load cannons to fire. If you get enough full aheads, then you will have escaped the fight. I will not tell you how many that will take. Fair. There is a set amount of damage that you can deal to anything here, and we'll figure that out too. Gaspar, your ship, the Miasma, has lost its grapple, but it has all of these abilities. So you might want to hold on to that. This sphere is the eyeball oh, fuck me. of the Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just the eyeball. So we begin. At the top of the initiative is mysterious 20 question mark, mark, mark. That is a layer action. Uh, that's what I wrote down. Oh, good. Normally I would roll for these, but instead I will simply describe what happens. The maggots free falling from the pustules of the Leviathan land en masse throughout the ship. There are eight of them in total all around the ship. That is also the Leviathan's turn. You begin to see amber tears well up in the eye. As it blinks them away, a torrential flow, a lacrimal baptism, as it were, washes over the ship. Each creature in a 90-foot cone, spanning out from the entirety of the thing, must make a DC 16 strength saving throw. Is that everybody on the ship? I believe so. You said 16? DC 16. Mm, Not good. Hope I roll a 16. Oh, no. I'm excited to see what that face is. Oh, no. Okay, let's hear it from left to right. Seven. Fucking 15. Eight. Uh, One. (laughs) All of you are pushed back 10 feet Mm. to the edge of the ship. Love that. As you collide with the ship, everyone takes 1d4 plus 1 damage. Five. I would also like everybody to succeed a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh, good. Hot bananas. It should be known this is the creature's only action. (laughs) I fail. (laughs) Me too. The dirtiest of 20s. 24. Seven. Nine. As the lacrimal essence pours over you, it washes across your mouth and the taste is divine. You are now compelled to consume it, you will use your move action to do so. All right. The DC was 16. So I almost kept his mouth shut. (laughs) He did not get slurmsed. (laughs) We're drinking sweet God tears. Wambrosia. (laughs) I will still allow a five foot adjustment if your movement is consumed in this way. Okay. Can you shout commands if you're chugging God cry? (laughs) I would say so. It really just takes up a bit of your turn. Does the do the engines and cannons start loaded, or do they need to be loaded before? You have to load them first. Okay. Cool. All right. I believe that brings it to Penn's turn. <sighs> Watching Hal just start chugging this big boy juice, Penn is going to kind of huff and circle around him to get on his other side. 
Absolutely. And then I am going to use my bonus action to Hunter's Mark that, what did you call this creature? The Leviathan? No. Oh, the other creatures, maggots. Uh, Their actual name is Sacralarva. Okay. Nice. Once I'm in that position, I'm going to use my bonus action to Hunter's Mark that Sacralarva. And then I'm going to use my standard action to hit it with my rapier. And let's see if I continue rolling good. So that was a, not my normal weapon, 15. Beautiful. You very much hit. These are not very evasive creatures. In fact, as you go to swing, you realize it is not attacking Hal. Or you, for that matter. Well, that's strange. Is this going to explode all over me, Barkus? <laughs> six points piercing. All right, six points of damage against the sacral larva. You run your rapier up its side, and as you do, you notice that the flesh of it splits almost like a water balloon, opening up a large sheath of crimson flesh underneath. A spray of acid spits out and lands on the ground, and as it does, it begins to eat through the hull. It's a wonderful defense mechanism. Son of a... Bitch. After Penn's turn, that will bring it to the Greatures. Um, on top of that, we have a legendary action. Rude. It is going to use its ability, Sacrament. Specifically, on Hal. Oh, good. Hal, I would like you to expend a hit die and heal that many hit points. I don't like that it can make me do this, but I'm okay with the idea in theory. <laughs> Do I still add my constitution modifier like I normally would? You would treat it exactly as if you were recovering from a hit. Okay. I roll a three. I regain six hit points. Marvelous. Should I track that separately anywhere? Just in case? Please write down how many hit dice you've used. Okay. That makes it the creature's turn. All of the creatures are immediately going to try burrowing into the deck. They do four damage to the hull. After the creatures, that brings it to Gaspar. Gaspar is going to, while invisible on the miasma, do a few spins, because why not? I'm going real fast. Uh, But get close enough to the point that I can hex one of these sacral larvae. Oh, interesting. Assuming that I can still hex them from my windshield. You'd have to get out of the cockpit. Which you can do, but you'll have to hold position, which means we're going to have to mark where you are in case something wants to hit you. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No drive-by hexes. Interesting. Gaspar zooming around the battlefield is going to pop out of invisibility as he launches a firebolt on one of these sacral larva. Nice. Can I get a pew 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 from Gaspar? No, no, no. <laughs> no, like in character from Gaspar as he fires them. Do 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 do. That's canon now. <laughs> I, uh, the vision in my head of this headless dude with his fucking head on the dashboard and the little head going. Uh, no, it's it's hanging off of the mirror. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like fuzzy dice. Yeah. I see. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Christ. The fact that we didn't mention that until now. Where's his head? <laughs> dashboard, fuzzy dice, staked to the top of the fucking chair. Yeah. Oh, I thought everybody knew. <laughs> Vlad the Impala over here. <laughs> I'm assuming this uses my dexterity since I'm aiming it. It is an attack. Oh, yeah. That is a 20 total. Beautiful. That is a hit. Can he sneak attack with a firebolt? Nah. Fired out of a ship? Not on a boat. 
That is going to be 12 points of fire damage. Awesome. Against which one? I can't really see them, but like, let's... Do you want the one the pen already hit? Yes. Cool. Is it not dead? No. <laughs> All right, that's 12, you said? Yes, 12 fire damage. Awesome, thank on you. On the sacralarva that Penny had already harmed. Sacralarva 3 has 18 damage under its belt. That's either going to bring it to a legendary action or Wuxia's action. It is, in fact, a legendary action. Son of a bitch. Hal, please expend a hit die and heal the appropriate amount of health. <laughs> I regain seven more hit points. Marvelous. Does that make you full? Nope. Okay. Oh, boy. When you run out, I want to see what happens. I know, right? <laughs> In that case, that's going to bring it to Wuxia's turn. Wuxia is gulping down Goderade right now as he <laughs> thinks... I'm at my limit here, Max. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> having a great time oh, enjoying God. it. Well, he doesn't have limits. <laughs> He's lying. The audience loves to make it to hear like I'm suffering, but I'm, I'm loving it. Perfect. <laughs> um, between heavy swallows of this... <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's only one way that fucking Wuxhot drinks, and it's with gusto. So at this point, you're sucking it out of the foredeck. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Splinters between my teeth. I'm going to lift my head up, and I'm going to shout out, Load burners! And get right back to sucking down on the deck. Awesome. <laughs> That's my turn. All right. Goes to either a legendary action or Iavos. As a legendary action, how? I'd like you to go ahead and expend a hit die and recover the appropriate amount of health. All right. I'm only down five at this point, so. Yeah, but when we're looking at it like this, you basically have like seven hit points. <laughs> right. Uh, I roll a three. I regain six, which would put me one over my max, if that is relevant. Thank you. Iavos. So for combat talk, since there's four of us on the ship, maybe we should just try to pick at least two each turn to do one of the commands. I was thinking that's that seemed fair and then alternate. So if you didn't one turn, just try to do one the next turn. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Now I would do the command, but I'm instead going to open with what I think is going to be a very helpful third level bless to. Yeah. I have noticed a lot of saving throws being required against very bad <laughs> things. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with bless for the party and I can hit everyone with ease. I'm going to use my movement to just like get on the stairs here where I'm like kind of wedged between these railings. So if the God tears come and slam me, I have some. That is very clever. I, I love that. Normally I imagine the DM being very annoyed with that, but I'm very pleased. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to like crouch on the stairs and with the rest of my move, I really have a very limited amount of bonus action spells. <laughs> believe it or not. Mine's all reaction. There is no reason for me to waste my bonus action by not blowing one of my many first level spells on a healing word. So Penny has more near her right now. So I will, with my bonus action, shout out a very simple first level healing word to Pen. Hold fast in the face of this god, Pen. And I uh, rolled max, so that's four plus three is seven. Top you off there. Thanks, Iavos. And y'all blessed. Mm. Blessed. Hashtag B-L-E-S-T. And that will bring it to, if it had another legendary action, another legendary action, or Hal. I believe it's used three. I believe so, too. Hal? That's me. I used my move action to drink the even better energy drink than we got from the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll five-foot step up next to Penny and go back-to-back -back with Penny so I'm not right against the rail. And then as a bonus action... 
I will rage. Nice. And as my action, action, I will shout, Lord Cannons! <laughs> that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Any command we haven't made is a step forward. Yeah, it's true. I believe that's going to bring it all the way back up to Lair Leviathan. Marvelous. You stand upon the lacrimal-soaked deck, the sweet smell of ambrosia in your nose. You cannot think. You are filled with religious awe and terror. The captain, realizing that you very much have the top of the ship handled, begins to usher the rest of the crew down below decks so that they can man the cannons and the burners to the best of their ability, and so that you can do your jobs uninhibited by concern over how you look or how you act. At the top of the initiative, the lair action triggers. <laughs> it's wicked smart, the captain. <laughs> Four new sacralarva spawn. Gross. And then the Leviathan weeps. Please, everyone on the deck currently roll me a strength saving throw and then a wisdom saving throw. How would you like me to handle that being wedged in? You're still going to have to roll it because you'll still get pushed, but you'll hit that thing instead of going over the edge. Okay. I will say your DC is reduced so long as you reduce your movement to zero. I decided to add the blast to that last one. Oh, yeah. I'm not worried about the wisdom saves. I'm killing those pretty well. So for strength, I got a five. And for wisdom, I got a 25. Um, are you willingly reducing your movement action to zero next turn? Sure. Then you get an advantage. Okay. That is a total of, with the d4 I rolled last time, uh, 13. Still not enough. That sucks. So that was 13. 16. 17. 15. Fail, fail, succeed, right? Wusha and Penn managed to hold themselves in place to the best of their ability, being among the stronger of the crew, and yet one of the strongest fails. Hal is brought out at the legs again, his face being shoved into this liquid that he is already borderline compelled to consume. All of you, however, Hal is then also pushed to the back against the gunnel, slamming his hip against it and taking 1d4, 2 damage. And Ayabos is pushed over the edge of his staircase and also takes two damage. My hip! <laughs> my hip! My hips! <laughs> and on our wisdom saves? Did you all roll wisdom already? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Around the corner? 13. 7. 23. 25. The two of you, that is to say Hal and Wusha, are still compelled to suck down the lacrima. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Pen and Ayavos, however, are under no such obligation. Sucking back that cry juice. That'll bring it to Pen. This sacralarva that was shot with a firebolt, is it still standing? Yes. Oh, boy. But it does look badly injured. The flesh of it is puckered and burned. Almost all of the outer sheath is gone. And then below, all is that crimson wound that just seems to be pulsating little bits of acid. And shouting a command is a full action? That it is. Full ahead. Nice. The ship manages to drift just outside of the Leviathan's range. For now, it will have to close its distance and it will not be able to use lacrimal baptism next round. Mm. Sweet. Cry you later. <laughs> I think that's it because I don't think I have anything else I can do with a bonus action right now that that's I want to do. 
that'll bring it to the creatures unless it wants to interrupt us with a legendary action. It will, in fact, interrupt with a legendary action. Unkind. Starting with Hal. Go ahead and roll me a hit Hal, die there. stop drinking that. <laughs> it's Empowerade. I can't help it. <laughs> that would bring me 11 over max. Oh, duh. wait, were you already at full? I was one down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that sucks. I was one down from bumping the edge. It heals me for 11. It heals you for 11, but really just the one. That's fine. Actually, it heals me for 12, but it heals me for one. Yeah. Fair enough. Creatures. Marvelous. All right. Everybody who is adjacent is going to be attacked. No. Beginning with Wusha on the right. No. That's a critical failure. <sighs> yes. It takes a deep, luscious bite of your armor. Its teeth shatter, and it is now unable to make attacks. My dress! Its melee attacks have been crippled. Next is Pen. That, on the other hand, is a 15. How's that do? That does not get through my armor. Alrighty. And in that case, we're going to have them do four damage apiece. Four, eight, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, 20, 40. The ship has taken 44 hull damage. I'm tracking that down too. Thank you. After creatures, that brings it to Gaspar. Seeing as more of these sacralarvae are dripping off of the Leviathan, does it appear that a few more are about to fall on it, on the ship? You would imagine every turn some will land. However, because it is some distance away now, they will not spawn. He has two actions. Move up to the ship or drip and spit. <laughs> the old drip and spit. <laughs> the old fly and cry. <laughs> the old creep and weep. <laughs> the old glob and sob. Mm. I was going to say float and bloat, but that's way better. <laughs> Gaspar will just focus fire on a sacral larva that has been attacked already and firebolt it. This guy's the only one who's taken any meaningful damage. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. All right. That shockingly hits this maggot. 20 points of fire damage. Awesome. That maggot begins to cook and roast, emitting a smell so pungent and acidic that it almost smells like vomit in the hot sun. Mm. Glad I'm up here in the ship. <laughs> That would bring it to Wuxia's turn, if not interrupted by a legendary action. Beautiful. That is a legendary action. Wuxia, please spend one hit die and you, heal the appropriate amount of HP. Fucking got it. Three plus two is five. As the ambrosial fluid fills your gut, you can feel your wounds healing, your muscles strengthening. You feel uplifted. Taken away, like, like nothing else in the world matters except what you're doing in this very moment. It's a good feeling. Hmm. I'm finally at peace. Really selling me on these god tears. <laughs> Gotta get me some of that. Well, that's going to bring it to my turn. Now, you said we can make a five foot. You can make one five foot adjustment per round. Okay. I'm going to crawl a little bit away from the gunnel, just in case. That's fair. As I sip down this religious, um... I am going to, I'm going to do it every time. I am going to, again, shout out, load burners. Nice. 
Uh, and that's my turn, which will bring it to either a legendary action or our boy Iavos. As a legendary action, how's your health over there, Wuxia? <laughs> I'm at full health right now, which is <sighs> the only concerning time to ever say that. That is such a bummer. Yep. Hey, Hal. Yep. You are overcome with grief over your sins. Oh. Your knees buckle as you bear the weight of everything you've ever done. You will take 3d6 psychic damage unless you spend a standard action next round confessing your greatest sin. Mm. Okay. Well, that will bring it to Iavos' turn. I'd like to see where that goes. Okay, so we got to get some some smack on this crack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Iavos is going to stand up from where he spilled his ass over the railing. Um, <laughs> you can start smacking the Kraken. With his action... No, I'm going to do this in the other order. Um, I just want to do a cool scene with Iavos. I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. He looks into the eye of this space deity and grabs the plowshare off of his back and lifts it out at a horizontal angle. And he says, I am not strong enough to wield this blade, but I have dreamed of one who is. And as I release it, it gets caught by the spectral hands of the warrior. As I cast spiritual weapon as the ghost of my father flies outward and stabs it into the eye of the Leviathan. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's so good. Jeez. Hell yeah. <laughs> God, that's good. I need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. You got it. No fear. Everyone got such cool stuff. <laughs> Hal got fins. I almost got his dad. <laughs> uh, that's a dirty 20. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. You succeed. Yay! You cannot harm this thing. Not so long as there is an ounce of wisdom or righteousness in your body could you do this thing harm. I wanted to do bad? You are not allowed to choose to fail this role. In order to harm the Leviathan, you must fail a wisdom save. Okay. Now, because someone else's hands are doing this, someone who is cruel and war-torn, could I potentially have advantage on rolling badly? How would you get advantage on rolling badly? (laughs) I think that's called a You know what I'm saying. If the goal is to roll badly, then I would say it's a disadvantage on rolling badly. (laughs) It's like a reverse I will give that to you. I am okay with that. Only because you flavored it so well, that works for me. And I can't add a D4 to both of them, so. That's fair. Damn it, I still rolled okay. Uh, (laughs) 15. You want to hurt this thing, but you cannot. You are, however, allowed to redirect that attack to something in range. I was going to say, instead, I'll just try to liquefy one of these bugaboos. Beautiful. Roll the attack. Oh, yeah, I get to do that. Another dirty 20. Beautiful. That definitely hits. And for the record, it was a fourth level spell that I cast. My only fourth level spell. Bringing down the grub club. God, stop. <laughs> uh, 15 force damage to the bugaboo. Okay. But that was just my bonus action, which is the wonderful thing about the spiritual weapon. And with my action, I say, fire cannons! Ooh. And I have the dice right here because like, you gave me the ship stats. And you I am- are not doing it harm. Someone else is, but they cannot see what they are doing. I'll take it. Uh, before you roll that, you might want to tell them what that does. Oh, yeah. I have two options. Um, well, we all have two options. One of them is a cannon, which deals a butt ton of bludgeoning, or a harpoon that has much lighter damage, but then also restrains it. Mm. Let's hear the numbers on that bludgeoning. Uh, the bludgeoning is 10d6. Bingo. 
the harpoon is 4d6 and a DC 18 to break free from the restraint. And I'm guessing that something with an eye the size of a basketball might, <laughs> uh, to us, a basketball in the table mechanics. Anyway, yeah, I'm picking, picking the big bada boom. <laughs> that whole sentence was so fucking weird. <laughs> 36 damage to the Kraken, Leviathan, God. Perfect. Next, that'll bring it to Hal. Okay. Move action to consume tears, as I believe I'm still compelled to Beautiful. do so. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to crawl five feet forward to be next to Penny again. And Hal is going to, with his glaive, stab at the sacral larva in front of us. I like it. I'm raging. I'm fighting. I am not confessing anything yet. That's okay. You are going to take 3d6 damage as the guilt weighs on you. Hurt me. (laughs) That is 8 damage. Okay. All psychic. Not resisted. And then go ahead and roll your attack against that sacral larva. Okay. I'm not technically prone, right? No. Okay. So Originally I had it so that it knocked you prone too, but I think two penalties is enough for a single ability. That seems seems reasonable. I'm going to reckless attack. Get wrecked. 24 to Blessed. hit. 24 and change to it hit. It doesn't matter. You're <laughs> 27 to Ooh, hit then. Beautiful. Yes. Go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. All right. Halbarb. Hey, that's 10. Ooh. All right. 13 points of magical slashing damage. I love it. You manage to drive your glaive right through its belly. And again, like a water balloon, it pops open as it's spilling onto the ground. And it's sickly center tube exposed and pulsating. As Hal rages and does this sort of ghostly figures appear around me and start sort of hassling that bug. Hey, shithead. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Fucking parasite. And that'll bring it to the Lair Viathan. Beautiful. It takes its action to move closer back to the ship. It is now still at threat. Hi, guys. The lair action is skipped because the lair action becomes before the Leviathan, so it does not spawn any more Sacralarva. That makes it the next person's turn. Pen! I'm going to use my bonus action to move my Hunter's Mark to the Sacralarva that Hal most recently attacked. Ooh. And then I am going to shout, Fire the burners! Nice. The ship immediately moves just far enough away that you are no longer at threat from Lacrimal Baptism. Or spawn Sacralarva. Next, that'll bring it to a legendary action. Both Wuxia and Hal have felt the blessing of this creature. Anticipating yet more to come, you are shocked to see that a salvo readies itself. And the ship, while farther away, is now within the firing solution. Warren, today's the day, huh? Please, take a seat. I prefer to stand. Come on, don't be like that. I don't anticipate this will be a long conversation. You know my demands. Demands? Look, Warren, we love you here. We want to keep you on, but once ultimatums... Ultimata? Ultimato? Ultimatums start flying. You know who we're going to choose. Why? Why inside of all the lords would you keep Dirk Bradley over me? Is it ratings? He can't be that popular. (laughs) Ha! Ratings! 
You think we keep him on because the people with a capital P love him? Come on, Rusty. You know as well as I do, this was never about ratings. You know who runs the network? Nexus. Who really runs the network. Fact is, he's got a soft spot for the little doofus. And for you, apparently. Is that so? Despite your little hissy fits, he wants to keep you where you are. Bonuses, raises, perks. You're better paid than I am. He's willing to keep pumping those numbers if it means you get over this little vendetta you have. I don't need money. Yes, you do. Everybody does. But you especially. Don't think we've forgotten what brought you to the ass end of the cosmos. Don't forget our resources and anti-hero contingents keep you safe. Otherwise, his supremacy might find you. And if that happens, there's nothing that all your lords can do for you. After all, they couldn't even save themselves in the end. Not from him. That's your play? Come on, Brass, you know full well I have no problem being on the run, and I've got more than enough resources built up, money and otherwise, to keep myself comfortable and hidden until my beard turns red. Sloppy. I don't think you quite caught my meaning. Oh? The administration's approved a new satellite in Zenith Aether space. <sighs> Nothing special. Seems Gamma K7 has decided to join the League as a hub world. And the Parallax Sovereign himself is a huge fan. He's asked for a scry crystal of every one of your broadcasts. What do you want? Me. You know what I want. The question is, what do you want? Off of stands, Warren. Paybump, Private Sunsloop, your name on the letterhead, wh whatever it takes to make you feel comfortable. This isn't a threat. It's a fact. We just want your time here at EXPN to be as pleasant as possible. We're about to witness a planar phenomenon, a keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the adverse. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. The following is a public service announcement from the Haladin's Druid Enclave. This is Pisong Forest. These noble oaks have stood for over 3,000 years. It's beautiful, but it can be dangerous. This forest is home to countless wild animals. Few wandering fae, and of course a handful of monsters. You're in nature. Monsters happen. They're part of the ecosystem. If you're adventuring here, you may be tempted to fight them for XP. But please... Don't attack unless in self-defense. You're in their territory. And if you do, please refrain from using any fire magic. Destroying part of this ancient terrain with your untamed arcane flames is not worth it. Check your ire. 
stop the fire. I'm Smolders the Owl Bear. Only you can prevent forest fireballs. Hey, all you cuties. Speak Fox and enter. Get ready to keep hearing about Rose City Comic Con until the event happens because we're very excited to do our second show at this amazing venue and hopefully meet some cuties from near and far. Our live show is on Saturday, September 10th at 10 a.m. So if you need to get some last minute tickets, now is the time. You know what I haven't seen lately? A new review. We really love it when our fans take time to leave us a review so we know what we're doing right. Or just to be reminded how special this podcast is when we get to bring fans new episodes every Monday. We love it so much. How is it possible that we've brought you new episodes every Monday for the past three years? Well, as much as we love doing what we do, the truth is you have our patrons to thank. We try to make it very worth it to support the show by joining our Patreon, which is why we upload new stat blocks, maps, character sheets, magic items, and more all the time, as well as bonus content and extra episodes. It even unlocks new channels in the Discord. The top monthly contributors can make characters to join the show's meta or be mentioned with their legendary team during the mid-roll. The current legendary mid-roll teams are the Titans Rise, the Twilight Concord, the Forgotten Legacy, and this week's featured team, the Ceaseless Horde, with Dave Blodinoff, Daniel Pickens-Jones, Patch Perryman, and Jeff Ammons. To get a personal message read on the show or possible advertising opportunities, reach out to admin at slapdashstudios.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitch at Slapdash Streams for Monday night live premieres of the LUQ with Mistress Dana. Thursdays are me and Zach's Pokemon Soul Link Nuzlocke, but we will be missing this week because we'll have a company trip. And Dana and her friends have a bunch of new Pen Pal episodes where she plays awesome games with her pals at her side in the near future, so keep an eye out for updates. But that's enough out of me, let's get you back to the Battle Axis. Join the Discord. With a natural recipe as old as the woods and as pure as moonlight, no product has ever rejuvenated and maintained your long flowing hair like herbal elvenses. The fragrances of nature and the purity of timeless waters cleanses your follicles and makes them glisten, soft as a breeze and sweet as a kiss. But some creatures' hair requires more care. That is, if you can call it hair at all, Maybe your head is covered with a shitload of venomous snakes. Or maybe your dome is topped with some sick-ass flames that change color when you get angry. Or maybe your people have very small tentacle-like fleshy things that you swoop back into a braid, imitating hair, because it looks tight as hell. Well, whatever hair facsimile you rock on top of your noggin, we have the products designed just for you to stay clean, style and empower your pseudomane. Introducing Herbal Elvenses Arcane Locks. Extra magic for special hair. Keep snakes shiny and clean, flames burning hot, and tentacles moist and malleable. We're not here to say what is hair and what isn't. We're just here to make it look good. Herbal Elven's Arcane Locks. For hair on the fringe. All along the body of the Leviathan, pinpricks of light begin to coalesce, and from them, a salvo is launched, aimed directly at the fallow crown and the ship. Oh no! No, my hit points. <laughs> Normally, the salvo can only target the ship, unless, for some reason, a person might have intended it harm. Mm. Let's see how many magic missiles. Let's see how many magic missiles. It's my jam. <laughs> Okay. Be out of bed in the morning. Yeah, come at me. Seriously. All aimed at law. Only eight 
<laughs> All at me, baby. 8d4 plus 8. It is going to split evenly between the ship and the people who have done it harm. Four magic missiles are coming at Law. Four magic missiles are coming at the ship. Who's Law? Oh. As a reaction, I cast Shield with a first level spell slot. Awesome. Bingo! But the ship eats shit. Oh yeah, I gotta track that damage. Uh, the ship takes eight damage. Oh no. And then another five. And that is Salvo. That would bring it to the creature's turn. No way! The itty bitty babies. The Larvnards. <laughs> having been attacked and having a target nearby, four of the larvae move in. Two of them at Pentecost and Hal. Three at Wusha. Anything that attacks me has advantage because I reckless attack. Oh, baby. And anything that would attack me, I still have shield. It rolls like shit. One also moves towards Ayapos. No. (laughs) The one that attacks Hal rolls a eight plus it's six for a staggering 14 at Hal. I have 15 AC. It's not going to do it. He comes at you again. And this time, with two threes on his advantage, babies, that's the good one. That's nine coming at you. That will, in fact, also miss. Boy, wouldn't it be nice if I could make that two nines for an 18, but no, we're just going to go ahead, and he's just going to slobber all over you. They start rubbing weird sacramental blood on your body as they try to, like, suck off what is all over you. I'm just going to leave that there. There's a lot going on. I'm just going to leave that there. I find that if you leave enough double entendre at the table, nobody will say anything. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm going to let him. Beautiful. So, uh, one of them is coming at Yavos, which is a disadvantage. No, I have a much higher AC because of shield. That is a 14 plus 6 for 20. That still hits even. <laughs> it's 18 now with shield up. I am so sorry. It's okay. If I could, I would use my reaction to make the pleated sheet resist the damage. Fortunately, it only does five damage. Five damage. Tracked. Five piercing, in fact. Okay. And then three are going to attack Wusha. Bring it on. We've got a nine. That's a miss. We've got a 13. That's a miss. We've got a 20. That's not a miss. Not on the die. So that one whopping dirty 20 is going to do you six plus three. Nine, nice. Every single thing about these creatures feels profane and disgusting. They're fluids, the sounds they make, the smells they exude. They smell like vinegar in garbage. And now that stench is covering you, overshadowing the smell and delicious taste of the ambrosia. It's like when you throw up and it's gross, but then you get like a little taste of something that was kind of good earlier. And you're like, hmm. (laughs) The remaining five are going to deal three damage each to the ship. At 15 total. You butts. That's what they do. They butts. Yuts and butts. Speaking of butts, that brings it to Gaspar's turn. Wanting desperately to leave the ship and perhaps join the battle, but knowing that if any of the crew saw him, Gaspar would be compromised. It's a sad moment. Gaspar is going to fly over the battle and launch a fireball at the eyeball. Nice. See how, uh, if I can dry them tears. I like uh-huh. that. I've been next to enough fireplaces and taken embers to the fucking eye to know <laughs> I don't want something like a fireball going off on it. <laughs> and, you know, we all know Gaspar is a godless heathen with no wisdom. What'd you get, my man? <laughs> it's not a good look. That's an 18 on a wisdom oh, saving throw. No! 
Oh, oh my God. Perhaps there's good in him yet. <laughs> of all the times for this to come up. He can be saved. I'll fix him. <laughs> you ready the fireball. You aim it at the eye. And the moment you lock eye with it, you realize you cannot bring this thing harm. You can, if you choose, redirect the fireball to another group of enemies. Compelled by his conscience, redirect the fireball onto three of the sacralarva on the back of the ship. Excellent. Go ahead and roll me the damage. That is 34 points of fire damage. Whoo! All right. Number one succeeds, taking only 17. Number two does not succeed, being destroyed instantly. Number three also does not succeed and is destroyed instantly. Progress. Progress. Hell yeah. And the ship takes half? It does indeed. That's gonna bring it to either a legendary action or a wuxia action, Dungeon Master. Excellent. That's gonna be a legendary action. (laughs) Shit. I wanted the other thing. That's going to be atonement for you, Max. Me? What do I have to do? You have to take 3d6 or lose your standard action next round. Okay. And if you lose your standard action, you have to say the worst thing you ever did. Yep. Confess a mighty sin. Yep. Oh, that's a tough call. That is going to bring it to Wuxia's turn. Wuxia... Oh, fuck. Wuxia has been very embarrassed about the fact that he feels like he was caught out in a lie with having to cover up what he did before he joined the Fallow Crown. Now that it's finally out in the open... The things he has hid from people have become even more of like a a soft, sensitive point for him. He is going to take both of his spears out and sort of set them on the ground in front of him so he can kneel between them and say out as loud as he can, "'Twere my laziness what led to not enough food for that winter. The old and the young alike starved.'" Were my fault our numbers went down that season. Woof. You take no damage. I'm going to stand up from my kneeling. I am going to have both of my spears at the ready. And I am going to hunter's mark the black wormy maggot in front of me, which is the color of the mini, even though I know they are kind of bone colored and red on the inside. Like a spring roll. (laughs) 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 Yes. All right. uh, That's Wuxia's turn. Brings it to a legendary action. How are the two of you doing on health? I'm down eight. I'm down nine. Halifon, roll me a hit die. All right. (laughs) I rolled an eight. Hey. Plus my con mod. I'm back at full. Beautiful. It's a great ability until it's not. (laughs) Ayava. I'm going to let fate decide which direction my ire goes towards by beginning with a wisdom save to see if I can target the big eye. (laughs) Actually, you have to give the action first, then roll, and then you can redirect the action. Oh, I see. Yeah, you have to decide to hurt the eye, and then when you realize you can't, change it to something else. All right. um, My intention is to take my sister's vial off of my hip, uh, shake the bottle, and unload a gout of necrotic energy into the pupil. 
Uh, so on the last turn, unfortunately, my bless ended from the damage I took from one of the bugaboos. That's rough. And I will attempt to make a wisdom save to see if I can even target this ding-dong eye. Awesome. And now it's going to be hard. Now without bless, though. Hey, so it's technically easier. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Although bless is optional if I want to add the d4. But that's a 13. Beautiful. Uh, that allows you to hit this beautiful, perfect creature. Hell yes. I'm going to unload a third-level caustic brew of necrotic energy into its eyeball. Ooh. Okay. The last time I targeted a god with necrotic energy, it didn't like it at all. That's absolutely true. It was very, very sad. I'm just going to keep it a deck save, though, because this thing, I mean, scale-wise, I'm imagining dodging impossible, but that's not how the rules work, so. Absolutely. You get to try to save. Hey, what kind of save? It's still decks. It blinks. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. Seven. Hell yes. And the maggot gets 12. Okay, they both fail. Because it's higher level, it's going to deal a little more necrotic damage. Uh, 13 necrotic to both of them. And the good news is that happens at the beginning of all of my turns. So, first, both of these creatures are vulnerable to necrotic. Mm-mm-mm. As soon as the caustic brew even so much as suggests touching the maggot, it dissolves like a slug in salt. Mm. And then... As the necrotic energy lashes across the massive ocular lens of the creature, you see a crack start to form. Hello. How much damage did you say that was? Uh, 13, so it would be 26. Thank you. And with my bonus action, the warrior will take another step forward and bury the plowshare into the next bugaboo. Roll it. No more blaze. Blaze gone. That is a 19. That hits. Uh, 12 force damage to the bug. It is dead. The force causes it to explode, spewing chunks of flesh and acid everywhere. I am wrath! <laughs> <laughs> That'll bring it to our pal Hal. Okay. Am I still compelled to drink stuff? I haven't made a save this turn. You are not compelled to drink stuff. Hooray! I have movement that I can do. <laughs> you haven't been compelled for a while. You've just been doing it. <laughs> <laughs> just seemed like the thing to do. It's really fucking good. Yeah, come I'll on, take your guys. word for it. I'm, I did not drink. Did not drink the milk. As far as crew goes, do we have anything loaded or are we, we've used both? No, everything's empty right now. We just used the boost we got from the movement, so it's all clear. Got it. Okay. And there's two dudes next to us. Mm-hmm. Butts. What part of the ship does that load? Right. The toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Eject latrines. Eject the poop dick. <laughs> poop dick is like, no. <laughs> you just shove him in the cannon and launch him at the eye. He crumples like a fucking old sock on the wall. Like a hard sock on the wall. <laughs> All right. Hal's going to move. No, I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay right where I am. There's two right next to me, and I'm between them and Penny. I'm not going to move. I have no bonus action to take. I'm going to use my action to yell, load burners! Marvelous. You hear a bunch of energy going on downstairs, and suddenly the burners flare up. Okay. That's that's it for how that turned. Oh, Beautiful. that'll bring it to the lair and Leviathan. Excellent. The Leviathan closes the distance. It's lacrimal baptism pouring into the open air and dropping down to error. And that's the end of its turn. Whew. 
Someone like 100 miles under us on air is having a real weird wet time. <laughs> Someone 100 miles under us was probably just crushed to death by the force of that. <laughs> One raindrop. Yeah. But it healed it as it killed them. Yeah. <laughs> Pen? Penicos's eyes flash green in that familiar hue as her rapier lights in green flame and she strikes at the larva next to her. What a tit. <laughs> does a 10 hit? A 10 does not hit. Oh, wait, no, it totally does. You're kidding they me. They have 9 AC. <laughs> They're not hard to hit. That, wow. They are particularly slow, stupid creatures. Like a spring roll. <laughs> Just like. Oh, my gosh. Fire damage type matter to separate? It does not. Thank you for asking, though. Eight points of damage to the first one. And then the green flame leaps to the one next to it. All right. Dealing nine damage to the second one. Beautiful. Both of their outer shells burst, spewing acid on the ground. It's gross. And stanky. And very stanky. Like a spring. That's why you just got to eat them in one bite. Don't let, yeah. them, <laughs> don't let them sit for even a second. That's going to bring it either to a legendary action or the creatures. As a legendary action, Hal, how's your health doing? Uh, oh, no, I'm at full right now. Perfect. Usha, how's your health doing? Nine damage taken. Please use a hit die. Happily, I get five health back. That's going to bring it to some creatures. Awesome. Two of them are going to attack Hal. All right. I did not reckless last turn, so they don't have advantage. One of them critically fails. The other one gets a 10. Those will, in fact, both miss. The critical failure. Uh, I'm just going to roll a die and see how bad it is. Not that bad. All right. Uh, not only does he fail this action, he is not included in next rounds. He doesn't get an attack. Okay. <laughs> what a nerd. Cool bugs, God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, and then the rest of them do shit. Uh-huh. Three of them attack Wusha. 18, 15, 11. One hit, two misses. Okay. The hit does three damage plus three, so... Six. My wounds. Mm-hmm. The ship also takes three damage. Woo! I mean, you say that. I'm not that excited. Yeah. It's not bloodied yet, the ship. That's good. <laughs> that brings it to Gaspar. Well, if Ayavos can strike it, then surely it must not be that divine. That's a four for a wisdom saving throw to firebolt this thing. Your idiot savage brain has no problem wounding a god. Go ahead and roll me whatever damage you intend. Goes from, oh, no, it's endangered to, oh, hell yeah, I might kill an endangered creature. <laughs> it fails its save. The fireball is going to crash onto the lens of its eye and do 22 points of fire damage. Very nice. After the third strike on this eye, the lens shatters. Oh? Shards of some kind of material drop onto the deck, and I would like everyone here to roll me a dexterity saving throw to avoid them. Except for Gaspar. Except for Gaspar. Gas Except for Gaspar. Ooh. That's pretty good. Uh, 17 for Alice. I'm nursing a fatty natty. Mm. <laughs> Nine. Uh, 20 total. Woosha. Hi. 
you're going to be taking 24 piercing damage. Morph. That's a lot. And the rest of you are going to take half. I am going to use my reaction and use my stone's endurance to try to reduce that. That's fair. Come on, less. Woo, fuck yeah. You said I was taking 24? Yes. And I'm going to reduce that by 12. So I'm going to be taking 12. I like it. All right. After Gaspar's turn, that either brings it to a legendary action or Wusha. How generous are you going to be today, Zach? <laughs> Hal, go ahead and roll me a hit die. <laughs> All right. How many do you have left? This is either my last one or my second to last one. I think this is my last one. Okay. I think I forgot to write down the last one that I did. That's fair. Yeah. We're going to say this is my last one just so we can see what happens when I run. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. I'm astonished that you want to find out. (laughs) Well, I don't, but it's better for the story if I do. And I can't remember. And this is the most fair thing to do is just say this is my last one. I apologize for punching the table. That's a three plus three is uh, six, which brings me back to exactly full health. Nice. And theoretically no hit dice left. Your soul sings with exultation. You're overwhelmed with it. So taken aback are you that you feel almost as if your body wants to wither away and accept the glory of this being. You can feel your soul beginning to evaporate. Oh, good. That sounds good. Oh, fun. It's hard damage to track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is going to bring it to Wuxia's turn. Wuxia is going to look out over his allies. He's going to look at the giant leviathan who just had its eye crack. He is going to, kind of scared, shout, We ain't supposed to kill these things. They're, they're important. We can't be doing this. We have to go. Load burners! They're already loaded! What fucking fire burners! All right! (laughs) (laughs) The ship carries away just a little bit farther, and the eye is no longer immediately threatening its larva. Overload Uh, the burners. (laughs) Oh my god. Looking around, Wuxia is going to grab out to any tethering line that he finds that's attached to a counterweight at all. Absolutely. You are literally standing on the fore of the ship, literally on the bow, and just ahead of you is a very large banister that carries a lot of weight. Fan-fucking-tastic. He is going to grab it, look down at Penn, and say, Race you to the helm! And cut the rope and try to fling himself forward. Beautiful. You're going to get three attacks of opportunity if you do this. Is that okay? Bring it on. Okay. That is a natural 20. Ouch. A 21. Ouch. And an 18. All of those in. <laughs> Fuck. The first is nine plus three. And the next is 16. A four and a six, both plus three. Okay. Ow. How you doing? I have taken 50 out of 60 damage. Ooh. <laughs> How far am I getting with that zipped rope there? You, if you so choose, can get to any part of this ship. I'm going right to the helm. Oh, beautiful. So you managed to swing over. You are standing just on the wrong side of the helm, but you're there. Perfect. He knows how to do this backwards. (laughs) (laughs) On my honor, if I'm not grabbing it, I'm not technically at the helm, so Penn can still win the race. (laughs) My turn's over. Uh, And I'm keeping track of initiative. So (laughs) that'll bring it to the third legendary action, Oriavos' turn. Hal, in this moment, you are unconcerned with your fate. 
you feel yourself beginning to wither. You lose one hit point permanently. Oh. Woo. Okay. Bye. Fuck that. Uh, shit. <laughs> Me like No. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. No, it's hey, cool. Hey, if, if, if you were in the middle of a fight and he said, you get seven free heals, but you lose one permanent HP, you take it. That's, I mean, that's true. Also, you get to heal if you have any missing health. I don't. Okay. You might take it, but also, that guy's an asshole. Yeah. Agreed. So at the beginning of Iavos' turn, the eye with its cracked lens continues taking damage from the necrotic caustic brew. Perfect. I'm just going to roll that no save again. Uh, so 18 is the doubled damage. Very nice. I was going to do something different with my action. Load burners! Loading burners! Uh, and with my bonus action, do I have to roll a wisdom save every time I attack the eye or just until I succeed? To willingly hurt it, you have to you have to roll. Each time? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to see if I can hurt it. I got to roll bad. I rolled good. I rolled oh. very good. <laughs> Wonderfully good. Tragic. What were you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm sending out my spiritual weapon. Oh, gotcha. So instead it's going to divert and go for the green bug. No, not this one right next uh, to you? Then the one that's closer. All right, cool. The one I can't possibly see. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes that swing from a ghost dad, not Bill Cosby. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's their 10 AC. I'll tell you that much. Perfect. Hey, 15. Oh, plus three. So 18. That thing is dead. That's a good roll. Right there. Tell you what. I'll tell you what. That Leviathan ain't right. After Iavos's wonderful turn, that's going to bring it to Hal. It's me. Uh, I think there's still two uh, little shits next to me. There's a big eyeball. We're trying to run. You really have to remind yourself that the eyeball's there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the eyeball. Oh, right, God. You know what? <laughs> Has it caught up to us, or did we pull ahead this turn already? You, per- you pulled ahead already. Full ahead. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Eat our ether wake. <laughs> Max, what up? Please roll for me your vehicle proficiency. Oh boy, I am good at that. 21. That is more than enough for you to unmanned steer this ship. (laughs) Especially because right now it is on burners, which uses the rudder rather than the sails. And since the sails are all fucked right now because nobody's controlling them, you're more than capable of getting some direction. You managed to increase the distance between yourself and the Leviathan by four steps. Oh, yes. Because you are doing it from behind, it is all the more impressive. (laughs) Scratch this off the bucket list! The distance increases slowly but surely. It looks for a moment like the salvo might be readying as the magic missiles begin to prepare, but then they begin to dim. Instead of the lacrimal essence pouring down. It ignites in the flame of the eye and burns bright and recedes. If you had been there even a moment longer, you all would have been incinerated in holy fire. You've escaped only barely with your lives. And as the lacrima sinks into your flesh, all of you feel, for the first time in a while, like your home. A distant flavor. A thought so far away. Every one of you gets a single point ability score adjustment as you leave the Leviathan in your wake. 
welcome back to EXPN, your only source for the most delicious duo the cosmos has ever known. I'm Dirk Bradley. And I'm Warren Rustborough. Say, Rusty, why don't you tell our fans the great news? I'll be remaining with EXPN for the foreseeable future. Isn't it great? Like two nuts and a butter. The old rusty trombone's gonna keep me in the pee to my BJ. Oh, we're gonna have so much fun together. Perhaps we should just report the news for now and see where the broadcast takes us. You got it, sidekick. The Wild Company made headlines today after diverting a world-ending asteroid in Theta Y90. Turns out it was just some outer horror the time had forgotten. After a few beers and a stern talking to from resident paladin warlock Verena Atera, the unspeakable nightmare was willing to shake appendages and move on to the next plane. In other news, Theta Y91 is in a state of panic as a hitherto undetected asteroid is discovered on a collision course with the plane. Oh no! Hopefully they can call in the Wild Company since they're right next door. This just in, after mere minutes of deliberation, the administration for the League of Ultimate Questing and the satellite city of Zenith voted 3 to 1 in favor of installing the Sovereign of Nisus in Gamma K7 as a permanent resident in the zenithal Aether space. Despite the genocide of the Duero and Dawnborn, and the desecration and defilement of the Church of the Golden Brethren, despite the child soldiers and the eugenics programs, despite the forced labor camps and biological warfare, the Sovereign Unearthed has been granted a lifetime visa. In a cosmos where the concept of elemental evil has a door you can literally knock on, your beloved administration has admitted a being that transcends such petty notions. And after threatening me with the removal of what meager protections I have against this cruel and psychotic despot, I've been coerced into signing yet another contract with EXPN. You may have Warren Hephantius Rusboro in a corner, but back to the wall you will not find my silence. And now a word from our sponsors. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. What? Get us that. Must be nice. So, <laughs> you get it too. Uh, it continues to be nice. <laughs> wow. Awesome. By this, do you mean like drop one down, raise one up, or we no, just, you get, just one, get, we get, get one, one point. point? Okay, cool. Yeah, so I... That's cooler. <laughs> next level, I can take a feat instead of an ASI then. Mm. I thought that might be worth maybe some of you losing a single uh, That HP was point. worth how <laughs> losing one hit point. Yeah, yeah. Any, any other times you'd like to trade um, me losing one max HP for everyone in the party <laughs> gaining an attribute yeah. point? This, this was definitely intended to be a little bit of a reward. And uh, Law, you will be getting some spells next time. I'm, I'm willing to do that at least. Do I learn how to cry God juice? Dozen more times. <laughs> Hey. Hell yeah. Can Whereas I sell the ship it... on the black market and gain 300 quin? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this ship is my quest reward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call the god tears natty eyes. Natty eyes. <laughs> Fuck off. I love it. <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> Gross. I don't want to drink fucking natty ice. Natty god. eyes. I'll take the god tears. <laughs> <laughs> what about Seagram ice capes? <laughs> Mountain Dew and crab juice. <laughs> oh, crab juice. So we want to get Angelo out of here, so I want to go quickly. But let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, starting with... My name is Michael Loving. I'm a voice actor on this show and a co-DM periodically on Dead Ghost Productions. Mm. I'm also an any nominated voice actor. 
Hey, yeah. Where did that happen? Uh, recently, Kill Every Monster got nominated for an Emmy, and since I was on the show, I am claiming that I am Emmy nominated. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell Most, yeah. Mostly illegitimately, but I'm doing it anyway. Where the fuck are we for these nominations? Come on. <laughs> Put our name in the hat. I'm Angelo Kaluuig. I play Gaspario if not the uh, headless rogue of the Phantom subclass fighter pilot extraordinaire. I've been dying to do this sound since you've been like X-winging everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the visual, what I was hearing in my head. was just as good as the sound. Mm. Yeah, the visual really was just as good. That's me. My name is Max Hobbs. Uh, I play Wusha Brinechild, and I've noticed most of the time re-listening to episodes, I say Wusha Brineborn, which is not in fact his name, but every time his name is said during the announcer things, it's said correctly. So fuck me. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to hate me if I say that I've definitely noticed that, but I didn't feel like calling you out? I'm not going to hate you at all, and I appreciate you not embarrassing me in front of an any nominated voice actor or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I play Wuxia, Brian Child, the Wandering Tide, here on League of Ultimate Questing. Uh, I am also one of the co-hosts for fucking Help Action, which is going to be starting up fairly soon. We have an idea of a cool special to record. With new Um, cast and everything. With new cast. Hell yeah, with new fucking cast. And I uh, have a butt for radio. Absolutely. (laughs) Tune into that signal. Oh yeah, you can also find me at Dungeon Master Max pretty much anywhere online. I am Dana Ebert. You can find me all over the internet as Mistress Dana RPG. I do stuff, but I'm I'm good. Go ahead, Law. <laughs> uh, my name is Law. I'm a creative director of Slapdash Studios. I play Iavos Isadora, Scion to the Withering Acre, and uh, I broke a god's eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zach Barkus. I am the dungeon boy for this particular podcast that you're listening to. I'm also the technical technical. I am the testicle director for Slapdash <laughs> Studios. There you are. Uh, I want to thank Bree Golden for making the really cool symbols for the fucking uh, All Church and the Skeptics. Really good stuff. I absolutely love it. I also want to thank Hedegar the Editor. We've been we've been really putting Sam through through the ringer with these episodes. So I do not uh, I do not underappreciate his shit. Um, I want to go ahead and do a play of the game if we can. That's fair. I was going to thank Dave for letting us borrow. Thanks, let's thank Dave Mladenov, a long-standing patron who lent us this gorgeous fucking pirate ship. We should get a pic of this before we leave. The season and desist. Um, and you should know, uh, for all of you out there, there is a medicine ball that I'm using in place of the Leviathan Eye because I didn't have any spheres big enough. I could have theoretically moved the fucking uh, beholder down here, but I just didn't feel like that was going to be safe for the beholder. That's fair. That the eye is about the, the right too. size. Yeah, 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 it is. That is great. That is fucking great. I also thought about potentially bringing in a lamp. <laughs> just setting that down. <laughs> oh, gosh. You could have just painted the medicine ball. <laughs> I could have, yeah, but I, that would have had to require that I knew I was going to use it. So, <laughs> so play the game. Mm. Oh, man. I want to give... Oh, fuck. I am going to nominate fucking Gaspar for Orbital orbital Bombardments for Play of the Game. Mm, I've got to veto that nomination. Oh, shit. You can if you want. I just, I liked what you were doing. I liked your moves. I liked you. There were a lot of attempted things. Not a lot of executed things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you tried. Okay. And I liked it. I liked where your head was at. Hanging from the rearview mirror. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, I am going to make a claim of MVP for Iava Cisadora. The motherfucker succeeded almost everything he tried to do, blessed everybody in critical moments, managed to actually do some serious damage on his own to the fucking thing, and just in general was on top of it. That is very true. Personally, I think I would like to nominate the Leviathan for MVP because it dealt more <laughs> healing in that fight than I think any party member ever you has. You know what? I, it, I'm going to have to second yeah, that it's one. Healed more, yeah. It's healed the Fallow Crown more than anyone else ever yeah, has. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would be willing to put it on the roster. Also... <laughs> Also, I lost one hit point, but in exchange, we gained five attribute points across the team. So I was going to give kudos it, for that. You're it, you're my MVP because you yes. you sacrificed your own well being for the good of the party. I will say, uh, Angelo does actually get the bonus here. Gaspar does get it. Uh, the juices soaking into you was just part of the flavor. You were actually being bombarded with the radiation of its eye. The holy glory spreading out from the holy fire. Ocular okay. radiation. All right. Lympho, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Just yikes. <laughs> um, Division. Division. <laughs> I mean, I would love to get everybody's opinion on play of the game, but I think this is taking too long as it is, and we want to get Angelo out of here. This has been a long recording. I think just a, a general one of Wuxia cutthroat islanding across the ship and reverse steering the ship away. Just yeah. visually as just a good going, scene. Going full Steve McQueen off this motherfucker. Yes. Well, thanks. Full, I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Not technically pirate. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, pirate. was this not Errol Flynn just zipping across on lines, but... I think both. Didn't maybe? Steve McQueen do pirate movies? I thought... I thought they both did pirate. Oh my God, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I made Steve myself McQueen effectively again. useless this game. But maybe next time I'll do something cool. You know, it's funny. Everybody in this particular fight decided to play it very cautiously, which I found impressive given the fact that it was one of the few fights where your risk of dying was very low because you were being healed. My <laughs> intention was to get your hit dice to zero so I could start doing you permanent health damage. And y'all just played it so safe. <laughs> <laughs> You told us not to kill them, so we didn't kill them. I didn't it. tell you not to kill them. I said they don't. you don't want to kill them. The, um, the world told us it's illegal. Let yeah. me tell you, to everybody out there who's upset at me for, for, one, not letting them fail their wisdom saves willingly, I'm so sorry. I had to do it. But thank you again for listening. Thank you for being patient with my weird-ass DM style and rule-breaking bullshit. But until next time, we wish you luck. 